the craze that everyone is raving about. And sometimes when these things get talked about, they can become sensationalized. Some people will say, oh, it's all emotionalism. Other will say, we need this everywhere right now. And those folks who aren't there or able to be there will create the sense of FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh, I wish I could have been to Osbury and felt the presence of God manifested in that way. I wish I can go to whatever, whatever other college is happening these moments. And I think that's a good desire, but often it could be a bit misguided. And so we're going to be talking about that in this video, specifically reacting to a clip from Pastor Shane Eidelman of Western Christian Fellowship here in California and some great insight he just had on CBN News that I found extremely refreshing. And if you watch till the very, very, very end, I got a great passage that'll glue all of this together and hopefully provide some context to this very polarizing, unnecessarily polarizing issue that we're dealing with. So let's jump into this. This is from his conversation on CBN News called God Supernaturally Does Amazing Things, Pastor Bold, pastor's bold prediction amid Osbury revival, okay? And this is at about the nine minute and four second mark. Now, to be clear, uh, this is not a pastor that's like super duper charismatic. He even uh, claims to own a John MacArthur study Bible, okay? So shout out to all the Johnny Mac fanboys out there. All right, so let's jump in. And I just want to give you guys this one little bit of nugget that I thought was very interesting. I was couldn't get to our bills and it was just... <laughs> Let me pull this back just a hair. Now listen to what he says here. People are calling on God and seeking him with all their heart, with all their strength. They're praying, they're fasting. God will deliver on his promise to bring a season of revival. It might be personally, it might be corporately, it might be you know to an area like this. And why not the universities? Retake back uh, theology, the right theology. Retake back the educational system, the young adults. Plus they don't have kids, they don't have jobs. They can, they can come to... 12 hour worship services, you know. So he says something interesting here. God moving at the universities. That's a big W if you ask me. That's a great thing. And he says, taking back the education. And when people genuinely have a desire for the presence of God and there's repentance of sin and all these different things happening, these are good things. But he says this one thing that I think is sometimes missed when we talk about revival in a practical sense. Listen to what he says here. You know, to an area like this, and why not the universities? Retake back uh, theology, the right theology. Retake back the education. The right theology. I love that, by the way. And the young adults. Plus, they don't have kids. They don't have jobs. They can, they can come to 12-hour worship services, you know. They don't have kids. They don't have jobs. And they can come to 12-hour worship services. And listen to what he goes on to say next. So <laughs> God's very practical as well. Because God's very practical as well. Listen to what he says next. I watch that. I'm like, Th those two weeks of services every night, you know, maybe three hour services, I, we, laundry was backed up. I was I couldn't get to our bills. and it <laughs> So he's talking about the revival they had at their local church where they did three hour services for two weeks. And he's saying there's some practical implications of having three hour services. Watch this. Maybe three hour services. I, we, laundry was backed up. I was I couldn't get to our bills. And it was just I mean, I can't even imagine that. But that's why God chose uh, these types of, of spots. What would you say to those? So he says that's why God chooses. That's why God chooses these sorts of spots. What type of spots? Colleges. Okay. Now, before we go any further, and I got a good Bible verse to glue all this together for you, I need you guys to know something kind of wild. Hey, you want to see something crazy? Over 51% of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. And the ones that are subscribed, only 10% have their bell notification on. So do me a favor. Please hit that subscribe button. Turn the bell notification on so you don't miss anything we have going here. All right.
I appreciate you. So he talks about the practical side of revival. And he said, even when we were doing it at our local church and we were going three hours a night, I got kind of behind on just some basic stuff like bills and laundry and so on and so forth. And they only did that for two weeks. Osbury, they're going 24 hours a day for two weeks. And there's still some stuff that's still going there. And so the point is this. The point is sometimes we could look at what's happening and what God may be doing in a specific place. Some people might be critical of it or some people might be experiencing FOMO. They might be saying, oh, I wish I was there. I wish I could be a part of that thing or let me go take a pilgrimage or whatever. And the reality is that certain things happen for specific groups of people and that God is practical in a way to do this at a college university where they can exemplify these 24-hour nonstop worship and prayer services. Now, sometimes people think that in order to experience the, the presence of God, I have to then go and do something that's impractical or worse, irresponsible. I have to jump back into a season of my life where I had no responsibilities, where I can hitchhike across country to a whole nother state and experience something that God seems to be doing in a unique way. And here's the thing. It's very rare that the presence of God is going to cause you to be irresponsible and reckless in your personal life. And sometimes that need for nostalgia and FOMO is really coming from a place of missing a season of your life that you're not supposed to be in anymore, okay? I got a passage for you guys, and I think you guys are going to like this passage. Some of you guys are not going to like this passage because some of you guys like being nomads for Jesus. Some of you guys like kind of wandering and doing your own thing and not listening to rules and authority and having discipline and restraint in your life and wisdom. Some of you guys just want to do your own thing. But there's this passage I want to show you guys from Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Check this out. It says, Say not, why were the former days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask this. Why not can I just get on an airplane and run across the country and go see the latest revival when you could do that in a specific season of your life. It says, wisdom is good with an inheritance and advantage to those who see the sun. For the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money and the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. Consider the works of God who can make straight what he has made crooked. In the day of prosperity, be joyful. And in the day of adversity, consider God has made the one as well as the other so that man may not find out anything that will be after him in the days of prosperity. So he's talking about these different days, these different seasons, but he's ultimately saying, hey, you need to lean on wisdom. You need to be wise. You need to be shrewd. You need to be careful. You need to not think about the good old days. Shout out to all you guys that peaked in high school, okay? Not think about, oh, there's this thing happening here. Let me just drop everything I'm doing and go, there. right? Not staying up all night and then missing work and then not being able to pay your own bills because God told you to go here and now your rent's not getting paid, right? God and the wisdom of God is not going to lead you into reckless irresponsibility, it's not. And some of you guys 
are missing past seasons in your life. You're missing the season where maybe you weren't married. You're missing the season of maybe where you didn't have to work 40, 50 hours a week. You're missing the season of maybe where you didn't have kids. You're missing these seasons that you used to be, and then you're seeing what's happening in these other places, and it creates this FOMO, it creates this fear of missing out, where the reality is maybe God wants to do something specific in your season that looks different than 24-hour worship services where you're prostrate and repenting and crying and experiencing God in that way. Maybe, just maybe, God wants to use you at your job, in your home, while you're homeschooling your kids, while you're doing the simple things. Maybe God wants to use you to create revival there. Maybe that we should stop concerning ourselves with all these other things. That, amazing, praise God. Something's happening over there. We're going to keep praying for those areas. We're going to pray for more of these things. But you are not in the season of a college student. I mean, unless you're a college student. You're not in the season where you could, you know, skip out on basic responsibilities like having to work. The scriptures also say, he who does not work ought not eat. So if you're married, if you're out of college, if you have a job, if you got a family, got to work. You got to be responsible. You got to be practical. So I loved Pastor Shane's simple little nugget that he dropped in there that perhaps the reason why this is happening in colleges is because college students don't have much to do but go to college. They have less responsibility. They don't, they could be up all night. And perhaps what God's going to want to do is different in the season of life that you're in. And that's okay. Stop being concerned about the, the days of your youth when you would get the, the Holy Ghost goosebumps down your neck and God would speak to you in a very real way, but maybe he wants to speak to you in a different way. Maybe he wants to speak to you in the routine and the mundane discipline of life that leads to consistency and abundance. Maybe God wants to use you in a different way. Just something to think about. Those are my thoughts on this entire conversation. If you want to see my other videos about the revival happening at Osbury, I keep mispronouncing that, you can check that out over here. If you want to go the extra mile, partner with what we're doing here for as little as $5 a month, exclusive podcast, exclusive live streams, replays of our daily live streams, only 1% of the people, less than 1% of the people who watch this channel partner with us, and it would mean the world to us if you partner with us right over here. If we got to 1%, it would literally be life-changing. So consider signing up right here. I will see you over there, all right? Peace.